I mean, there's lots of ways you can feel love, even if it's not romantic. There's so many things in this world that could encourage and inspire you. Your passions in life, your friends, your family, your pets, the things that you're interested in. You find love everywhere. And if you're giving up, I, I mean, I know, I know, I know exactly how you feel. You're like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> like, I even came to a point where I was like, maybe I'm just not going to get married at all. Like, I'm good by myself. It's a scary thing to have a family and have responsibilities. I've been there. Like, I've been there exactly. But like I said, if you hold yourself off from the things that are meant for you, just probably not right now, but in the future, if you hold yourself off, that's it's going to take a longer time for you to get there. So as early as you can push aside those boundaries, those walls that you've put up, it's going to be easier and smoother for you to reach that um, blessing, like what I said. So, Some of you might have noticed this voice. I mean, what a way to start this episode. This is Christine. Christine and we, we talked on the beginning of the year in episode 18. And just a few months later, things change drastically. Let me say it like this. I don't want to get into detail yet, but she went from getting ghosted, having depressions, uh, feeling lost, um, to the happiest person you can imagine. And it's crazy what just a few months can make with a human being and what actually can happen in just a few months and everyone who is in a long distance and or multicultural relationship knows most probably exactly what I'm talking about in just two weeks or two months or five months everything can just change and I feel like sometimes uh, for us the emotions the feelings we are feeling they are a little bit more intense For, for us than for others, because um, most probably your significant other is sitting on the other side of the world, or you do have um, some cultural issues because you're trying to match two cultures. And this is very overwhelming. This can be a lot at some point and a lot to handle, a lot to take care of. And then suddenly, just a couple of weeks later, things just look differently and this is exactly what happened to to christine and as i said before i don't want to get into detail if you'd like to know what happened exactly the past few months listen to this episode lot of things were going on in your life Christine and it's just crazy how things can change from staying strong still believing in love to where you are at right now um, so I'm curious to learn a little bit more about that but for everyone who doesn't know you yet um, please just go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit 
Okay, hi everyone. I am so glad to be back again here. So thank you for having me back. International Love Story, it's so nice to be around you all. But yeah, for those who don't know me, hello. Hi, my name is Kristen and I am a content creator. I make content about long distance relationships and faith. And you can find me via YouTube on Kristen Cares. And you can also see me across other platforms on social media like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, or whatever. <laughs> you just search Kristen Cares. Um, what I do on the side when I'm not making content is I teach. I'm a teacher. So I'm a dance teacher and a fitness instructor, and that's my job. <laughs> but I love, love sharing long-distance relationship topics, stories, or anything to help people with and give advices and even prayer for those who need it. Your life changed Is drastically the wrong word? I guess it's okay. And in a positive, in a positive way, drastically in a positive way, um, because the last time we spoke, so for everyone who listened to to the episode with Christine from February uh, 2021, so February this year, knows that Christine went through a very rough time. Um, she thought she met the love of her life, but then uh, she she got ghosted. So he ghosted her, and um, she's also talking about that on her YouTube channel. She's also talking about this on her Instagram account. And what I just love about your attitude in general is that you still kept on believing in love. You still kept on believing that long distance relationship. Uh, can work and you still create a long distance relationship content um, so my question before we head into like where you are at right now is where did you get that faith that things will eventually turn turn around for you wow that's a big question <laughs> that's like a miss universe type of question <laughs> no but really it's simple like i got my hope from god that's the generic answer that I would always tell anybody and uh, believe it or not is it's my faith in Jesus and whenever I'm always going through tough times and things like this struggles in love struggles at work struggles in relationships struggles with myself there's always a hope for me to cling on to which is Jesus and it's something that I like sharing to other people because I don't want to just keep that for myself and they call it the good news or the gospel that's what people say Because it is a good news. And when you have a good news, don't you want to share it to other people? Don't you want to like proclaim to the whole world that you have that good news and you have that hope? So um, uh, that's what keeps me going. And if I didn't have that hope on him, I would probably be found in a dark pit in my life. And I'm not a stranger to depression. I'm not a stranger to suicidal ideation. Those things have happened to me, panic attacks and things like that. If I didn't have this hope to cling on to, I would probably find myself somewhere where I can never be revived. So I thank God for that. I thank for the people who pray for me. I thank the community around me, the fellow believers around me who help me. And even like the word of God that I read on my Bible, like I, I thank all of that for the hope that I have in love, in relationships and LDRs and everything that happens in my life. So yeah, thank you for asking. And it's just really nice to be able to share that. <laughs> it's just um, that 
the last or one of the last sentences you said in the podcast we recorded in February was that everyone deserves to be loved and that this is also what's going to to keep on you believing in love and um I I remember how we end the conversation and I remember how I felt after we talked I was just like wow it's it's so inspiring even though if all those negative things happened to you, especially when it came to your long distance relationship at that point of being ghosted of all the emotions you've been through, you still had the strength to support not only yourself, but also to support others and um, to, to spread hope. And I remember how emotional I was uh, after we hang up after our conversation, because I was thinking like, Hey, Christine is such an amazing person. I mean, obviously no one deserves what happened to you. And I really hope and I just really wish the best for her. You you got the best after oh, all. And everything came and developed the way it yeah. does. And yeah. you are where you are right now because of your strong faith, but also because of you believing in yourself and believing in love and yeah believing that the path you're going to take is going to be the right path and no matter what things will fall into place which they did <laughs> and i guess everyone who's listening right now is just furious and i'm dying as well <laughs> let's let's just like let's just go back okay. six months before and today Like, tell us what happened, Christine. I'm really, I'm so, I'm so Well, okay, so for those who are just hearing this episode just now, I was ghosted in the year 2020. And I was at the brink of actually kind of telling God that maybe I'm meant to be single forever. <laughs> I, I believed in love and I knew there's hope and everyone deserved it. But there's also this part of me where I knew some people... Some people's best is to live on their own. Like some people are not meant for marriage. So I was kind of telling God that time I was praying. I was like, Lord, maybe I'm meant for singleness. <laughs> And maybe I'm really not meant to be with somebody. If that's what you'd like for me to have, then so be it. But like, as you know now, it's not. <laughs> singleness is not God's best for me. And so what happened was, funny thing, after I got ghosted in 2020, I had those thoughts and one of my friends who's in the Philippines asked me to chat, mm -hmm. like chit chat. I was like, sure. She's like, yeah, let's just catch up and everything. And so I was telling her about everything that happened. So I told her about the ghosting. I told her about everything that's happened. And she could really see like where I was in terms of my faith and my emotions. And so she suggested like, Kristen, maybe, um, Maybe you should get yourself like a discipleship group or like a small group. It's like a, where people do Bible studies and they're accountable for each other and then they help each other. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yeah, maybe that'll be a good idea. She's like, yeah, why not? I'll pray for that. And then maybe I'll be even pray for your future spouse. I'll pray for your God's best, as we call it. And she's mm -hmm. like, you never know. And then in my head, I was like, oh, maybe, I don't know. Like in my head, I wonder if that's even going to happen. Like I know it could happen, but I don't know. Like... You know that feeling of you're just done with a breakup and then you're kind of like in this place where I'm I'm done with dating for now. I'm just not going to do it. But I know it's out there. 
you know that feeling so I had that feeling and so I was telling her okay yeah sure just pray for me whatever <laughs> that was December 24th she prayed for me and stuff about like a person and then like a, a discipleship group that could help me and everything that was December 24 and then December 25 someone greeted me Merry Christmas <laughs> and guess who that is <laughs> That's my boyfriend now, Mr. Joe Petaguilar. Shout out to you, my love. Um, so um, he talked to me. He said, Merry Christmas, like on Facebook. So that's when mm -hmm. everything started happening. It got rolling. He greeted me, Merry Christmas. I never in my head once even thought that we could have, like, you know, the relationship that we have now. Because he was just greeting me, Merry Christmas. Like, what, what's so big about that? So I responded back and said, Merry Christmas also. And it started there. And then after that whole like conversation and everything that happened there, um, God really showed to me um, the assurance about this person. Even if I've never even met him in my life, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I felt so like at peace. I felt the fear that I had prior to talking to him about like dating and men and marriage was suddenly just like plucked out of my heart and then I was covered with this overwhelming peace I can't even explain and this assurance and clarity it was almost like it was almost like God said this is your husband take him <laughs> and I was like what like what's going on like girl like I don't I don't understand what's happening because that's never happened to me so I had that while we were talking I never told him anything but I had that I felt that and I knew I had this like holy throb <laughs> I was throbbing. I don't understand. <laughs> and so I had that in me. And then um, we just kept talking, got to know each other. And then eventually um, in January, um, I started praying and fasting for him. Because I wanted to know, like, I really wanted to know and confirm from God if this is the guy for me. Because I don't, you know, I had this inhibition. So I'm like, I just don't want to choose a random person. Like, I want to make sure this guy is the one you want for me. And so I prayed for him. I fasted for him. Fasting is like um, basically replacing something that you do with time with God. So it could be like eating a meal and then replace that with your time with God. Or you're going to skip eating this or you're going to skip watching this movie or watching this whatever you're addicted to. Anyway, mm -hmm. I didn't know that he was also fasting for me at that time. So we were mm -hmm. both praying for each other. We didn't know. I didn't know he was praying for me. He didn't know I was praying for him. And what happened was he, God showed me in a confirmation even deeper that this guy is the guy when he did something. And that something was one of my prayers way, way back when I was 27 or so, like 2018. After I got rebaptized, I asked, I told God that these are the characteristics I want in a man in my future spouse and this is the thing that i want him to do for me to know that it's him and these are my non-negotiables and these are my negotiable characteristics so um i prayed that and i remember in my head i even wrote a list down on my phone to just make sure that if i meet someone do they check it whatever <laughs> and then so one of the things that he did that made me really know that it's him was he asked my parents permission to be my partner and he did that without me knowing and that's one of my prayers in the list that i had for a future spouse before i said to the lord that um if i do meet 
my future spouse, I would want him to ask my parents' permission to be my partner. And none of my ex-boyfriends did that on their own. Like, if someone ever did that, I had to push or force them to do it. <laughs> but he did it on his own. He was just my friend. And we weren't together. And we were just praying for each other without us knowing. I didn't know. He called my parents one day. I was out, I think, working. And he called them, my mom and dad, and asked them if he could, you know, be in a relationship with me and all that stuff. So when he laid down his intentions to be my boyfriend in January, that's something that I really cried about because I knew at that moment when he laid down his intention that it was going to be him. I Because in my mm -hmm. fasting, I prayed. Uh, if Jopit Aguilar is the one you want for me, have him lay down his intention to me on or before April 15, 2021. Have him ask my parents' permission to be my partner. And if he doesn't do all that, then he's not the one. <laughs> and, then, and then he did all that. So when he laid down his intentions, he revealed to me that he was fasting for me and that he asked my parents already and that I was just shocked the whole time. And so that happened in January 2021. And then we just kept um, doing our online dating for the next four or five months. We were online dating. We would have weekly um, Thursday dates, we call them. So we'd have <laughs> online dates like normal relationships do. We'd watch movies online. We'd add like Bible studies on every week. He would lead me through it and pray for me. And... We would um, play games, like normal couples, and we would send each other gifts. So we did like the whole LDR journey for about five months. And then we took a leap of faith and decided to meet, even if there was a pandemic. <laughs> um, we decided to meet. And originally, he was going to be the one coming to Nova Scotia. But since our rules here in Nova Scotia and Canada are so strict at that time, it was it's more logical for me to be the one to go over there in British Columbia. So what happened was June 23rd, we booked a ticket for a month to be with each other, to meet each other like in person and really get to know this person behind the screen. And I really praise God for that too, because I was like praying to, if this doesn't happen, Lord, through this pandemic, this crazy pandemic, then maybe he's not the one for me. But if you want him to be my spouse... I know it will happen. So it's up to you now. And so and so that whole thing was a miracle in itself because like there's so many restrictions. I had so much fear in me. Like what if they ask me these, these questions or what if blah, blah, blah. I only had one dose of vaccine at that time. So I wasn't fully vaccinated mm -hmm. at that time. A lot could go wrong. But even if a lot could go wrong, it still happened. So I just kept like believing that, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is it. It's crazy and um, it's just been amazing. And for those who want to see the first meeting, it's actually on YouTube because Tina's watched it, right? I did, yeah. <laughs> so you can watch it there if you want to see the whole like scenario, like what happened, what went down and how it's mm -hmm. like to be in a long distance relationship and meeting that person. Feel free to watch it. You can go there. <laughs> I just love the part where he uh, was trying to find some tiramisu yeah. for you. And he couldn't find it. And I was like, no! It's my favorite! He knew. He knew it's my favorite. So it's like, he was so bummed was when so he couldn't find it. But it's okay. It was so cute. Yeah, he was, he was quite, he was quite, he was even sad about it um, in the beginning. But then he replaced it with, I think, with like some sort of pie. Yeah, you know? like, um, like a yeah. purple yam. 
Yeah, so he got me a purple yam cake, ube. That was good. It's like a Filipino um, delicacy, I guess you could say. And then the moment you you guys hacked in the end, I mean, you were expecting him to come from the other yes. side because you were looking in, in, the, in the wrong direction. <laughs> he came from, from the back and surprised you. And you were like, when you saw him, you were like, what, what is going on I was here? looking at the escalators because a lot of people were coming down the escalators. So I was like, okay, maybe he's coming through this way. And when you're meeting someone mm -hmm. for the first time, you're always like, like what you have this like supreme like awareness of everything you're kind of just like oh the person there the per like every time someone would walk yeah. in closer to me i would have a huge smile even if i had my mask on <laughs> and then and then i would have to like die down because i realized it's not him so every time someone would pass by i'm like oh no never mind oh never mind <laughs> so i was looking and looking and looking and it's gonna be my first time seeing him and i was kind of anxious too like what if he doesn't show up you know although i knew he's gonna show up but i was kind of like what if he doesn't come and so i was looking looking and then finally when i turned around he was right there and all the emotions just like came crum crumbling down and just started crying <laughs> mm. you were hugging each other for quite a while oh my goodness that video is not even not even like we were probably there for like seven minutes crying <laughs> hugging and crying for so long i had to cut the video shorter <laughs> yeah but it's still like um when watching it um it just made me think about so many first times nacho and i had which was sitting on the other side right now <laughs> and what you were just describing like the moment um you wondering okay this could be him this could be him being anxious and uh, because we we met online as you know And um, I was waiting for him in my rental car. And every guy that passed by, I was sure that, that this has to be him, yeah. you know. And every time I realized, okay, no, it's, it's not this guy I'm, I'm supposed to see for the first time in person. I was, I was like, is he even going to show, yes. off, uh, show up? Because it like typical Argentina, um, Argentinian men, it took a while for him. Um, and he's not really always on point so he he made me wait and um i was just freaking out it was just like such a weird feeling <laughs> but for how long did you wait for him at the airport after all oh my goodness uh, i don't know how many minutes i stood there probably like i want to say around 15 minutes or a little less but like i was there for a while because <laughs> i was like oh where is he where is he <laughs> is he here and i kept going back to my camera actually i just cut that part but i kept going back to my camera to see if the camera still had batteries so i was like i really want to make sure i take everyone with me and see this like whole thing and if it dies i don't know how i'm gonna record this <laughs> So yeah, I was I was I was thinking about a lot of things at that time. So when I saw him, it was all like released, you know, like the emotions was released. Cause um I had a lot of trouble too in my flight. That's for another day, but like that's a big like story okay. too. <laughs> so when I saw him, it was like a release of stress. It was a, like happiness, like tears of joy, and I'm like, this is the mm. actual person. And I had him like literally turn around to like. For me to see the 360 view of him it's different it's it's just the first thing i thought of wow he's tall because <laughs> all you see on the screen is the shoulders yeah, he's and the very head. tall that's true 
<laughs> yeah. So for everyone who's curious, I'm going to link the link, the YouTube video in the side notes so you guys can watch it as well. But for me, it was just special because I kind of know what you have been through in the past. And then, and then suddenly yeah. you throw such a video like into into the room kind of thing i was like okay i'm dying to see that so it took some time after i think after five days after you were publishing it um i sat down i was like okay now i have to watch it um it was just incredible to see how happy you are and um as i said the last time we we did our first recording that you just deserve just the best in the world you know all all happiness and all kindness and that you found it in this one person after all you know it's just like so great to see and i'm so happy for you it's just ah thank you like i don't know (laughs) i feel with you thank you so much you know what like to the people who were there with me from this whole journey like yourself and nacho and all the other couples who knew what i went through i really felt the support and they i could really feel them feel what i'm feeling too because even my family and friends, like those who knew what I had gone through with the ghosting and the breakup and like the whole mm. shenanigan, the whole mm. ordeal about like supposedly getting married mm. but not happening. And then now finally meeting the person in the form of Jopet, like they felt it too. And some of them said that when they were watching the video, they also cried because like they they know, they know the life that I had. They know the downfalls they know the struggles leading up to this point of just feeling Mm. so blessed to be able to hug this person to see this person that is meant for me and to looking back like realizing that maybe that was just a lesson for me to learn maybe that was a way for me to help others better who's going through ghosting maybe i had to go through that pain so that when i meet the guy for me i'll really know the difference you know and it it's such a big mm, contrast. It is. <laughs> it's it, is it is. It's a huge contrast. And Jopet yeah. um also like kind of try to to record how he's feeling in this YouTube video you published. Um I okay. think it was it was quite overwhelming for him as well. As as far as I saw from the video, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, because he yeah. he was just like super nervous. He like you could basically, even though I don't know him, I felt like what he was feeling in that moment, which was crazy because I've never seen him before. Yeah. I've never talked to him, but then seeing him in those little video frequencies, it was just like, okay, this guy is so excited right now and he's feeling a bunch of emotions and you could literally see the moment you hugged that all this just fell off your shoulders and it was just pure happiness yes like like when he was um recording it he started out with english and then he eventually diverted back to our original language which was tagalog and you can really tell the like how genuinely he felt both excited and nervous and like this is it i'm gonna meet mm-hmm. the girl you know so when i was watching like i couldn't really finish that editing for quite a while like backstory with that editing i was supposed to post that right when i got back or like even while i was there but i just couldn't 
and every time I would watch the whole like sequence of um, frames I would sometimes cry and I would sometimes <laughs> you know like I just couldn't finish editing it so that's how raw the emotions were and I just really had to try my best to compact everything in like a 19 minute video but I'm just so blessed also to be able to meet him because he's so different from my exes he's so different from he's just he's a whole nother different mm. <laughs> you know I can't even mm. explain but it's a good kind of different and I'm so happy to be able to meet him to finally be with him at that moment and to meet him for the very first time and I know out there people are still waiting to have a first time meeting with their LDR partners and just, just you know just keep on waiting don't lose hope don't quit right now because sometimes right when you're on the brink or at the edge of stopping that's when a breakthrough happens mm. so keep keep hoping keep fighting and just keep waiting this thing will be over soon and eventually you'll meet mm. that person <laughs> you were saying before that he's so different to all your exes all the um the guys you used to date um especially obviously to to your last boyfriend uh, who decided just to ghost you even though you had all like um made kind of no you did arrangements already for for the for getting married um you even had the date and everything no if i remember we had well, like um we had like a brief um brief how do you say mm -hmm. brief plan of what's gonna go down like he's gonna come here i'm gonna go get him we're gonna get married here and then eventually once that's settled we're gonna go back to the philippines get married too like he wanted two weddings so we had that we didn't really have the date yet but it was it was mm. there you know like there was a plan there was a concrete plan so of course if the, when there's a concrete plan or when there's a goal that you both are aiming for mm. you're hoping for it and then when it doesn't happen devastating. it's very devastating and also like kind of makes you feel like you wasted time or something or you wasted energy and you invested on something so big mm -hmm. and then suddenly mm -hmm. it's gone that doesn't mm -hmm. feel good <laughs> and in right? which way is Jofit different um to every previous oh boyfriend <laughs> you used to date um a whole lot um well where do i start there's just so many things about him that's different from my pasts but the very the very thing that really stood out to me is his love and passion for god and we are the same in our convictions and we are the same in our core values um in the past i didn't really believe firmly on dating the same faith like for me if you guys had different faith it's okay But I realized how much of an impact it had on me when we had the same belief. And Jopet and I had the same belief, had the same convictions, had the same um, mission in life. Well, how we want to serve God, how we want to serve people, how we want to um, live our lives. It just aligned. And I think that's the major difference that I encountered with my past. Is just I liked him, he liked me, but... The alignment wasn't there 
and we dropped it. We are just, I saw my future with him. I saw how we could live our life years down the road. I saw how we could raise a family together. I saw how he's going to lead me as a man. I saw how he could protect me and provide for our future family. I saw these things that I didn't see in my past, plus the assurance that God gave me through my prayers and uh, the word and the situations that happened around me that confirmed it's him. So it's the assurance that I had in him, the peace that I had in him and the feeling of mm. being home. Like in the past, I had like butterflies. I had excitement, like things you would mm. see in the movies. But like the love, the real actual love that I felt from Jopet is not mm. like the movies. It's it's warm. It's welcoming. It's safe. It's home. So I don't know. That's the best way I could explain it. <laughs> it's just so different. And you will know it once you experience mm. it. And I don't want to sound cliche because I used to not believe this until job had happened. <laughs> <laughs> but when when people say, because I would ask like married couples, like, how did you know they're going to be the person you're going to marry? And sometimes they would always just tell me, you just know. I just know. And I'm like, I always respond kind of <laughs> weirdly. And I'm like, how do you just know? You can't just know. You have to get to know the person. Like I was kind of debating in my head, like, how can you just know? And then with job, that's exactly mm -hmm. how I felt. I just knew and I was kind of slapped in my face like see you just know <laughs> and I was being judgmental with <laughs> with like the people who were like I just knew they were going to be the one but now that it happened to me I'm kind of dumbfounded like I'm stunned and just whoa I didn't mm -hmm. know this could happen this short surefire clarity I didn't know this could happen this this could be with anybody that this is possible. So yeah, that's the difference. How does right? how does Jopet feel about it? I mean, he knows um, what he he know he knows you obviously. Um, he knows your past and um, like how does how would he describe that feeling? Do you know? Well, um, for him, it's a different mm -hmm. perspective. Like for me, I knew like from the very first few minutes of our talking that it's him like I just I, I had that assurance for him it was like um, it was a gradual thing that he had to uncover with the Lord and what happened was of course he had he had the attraction he had the desire but he wanted to make sure that it was gonna be the right one because he's had an experience in the past where he's like he was so sure but it's actually not the one And so with me, he wanted to tread carefully and really make sure that God is going to um, lead him the right way. Like he wanted to yield to the Holy Spirit and he didn't want to just, you know, decide on his own. So his mm -hmm. was different, <laughs> different from mine. And what happened with him was he, the first moment that he felt that I could be a potential wife to him, he went straight to his discipler or the person that's like helping him with Bible <laughs> studies and, um, The person who is basically accountable for him and that's like his leader in the group and he he asked the leader like um i have a question do you think i'm ready to be a husband and i, I think i found a lady <laughs> he said lady i met a lady <laughs> that i feel like this could be it 
and so they talked la 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 and then the the person um guided his name's carlo by the way shout out to to you kuya carlo for leading jopet <laughs> and um he he basically told jopet to of course pray about it and to make sure that he goes through the right authorities before he plunges in like to make sure that he's doing the right thing with god like ask him the lord if this is the right person and then after that so he was done with the leader and he, he knew the authority above me were my parents and he knew that he had to go through them first so he prayed that if he asks for me as a partner and if they say no then it's not me but if they say yes then it's me and so that confirmation when he talked to my mom and my dad and he asked for me and they said yes he knew at that moment that it was me so both our prayers aligned without us even knowing me asking for a future spouse to ask my parents and him getting that permission or a yes or a go signal <laughs> from my parents allowed him to really see the confirmation that God was orchestrating this relationship that he was writing this love story that we can't control like we can't control those things with our own abilities and only a supernatural God a God who knows the best for us can do that for us and it's just amazing to have this testimony that we didn't even do this on our own strengths. Like, I don't even know you're going to show up and greet me Merry Christmas or I didn't even know this was going to happen, you know. So um, it was just it's a, it's an amazing experience to be able to have. And for him, once that was confirmed, he knew what he had to do. And so when that was a yes, he did what he had to do. He laid down his intention to me and he told me that he wants to pursue me and in a godly marriage. And so when he laid down his intention to be um, the man for me, I knew that we're going to get married eventually because mm. that was it. That was the confirmation. And all we had to do is wait for the time, the right time that God has and obey and continue to um get to know each other better continue to date continue to get our family's blessings and all those things that happens behind the scenes towards marriage but yeah so this is a little different but we both had a confirmation that was um like the sure f um green light for the both of us how did your parents break exactly when he asked them if he could um pursue you or how would you say that Yeah, so I think, well, in our culture in the Philippines, mm -hmm. he's also Filipino. Um, it's one of the one of the respectful things to do is to ask the parents blessings when you get married. But sometimes people usually do that when they're together mm -hmm. already. But he did this before we were even together. He did this like we were still friends. And um, my parents, seeing that kind of character from him, seeing that kind of courage because come on who in the right mind <laughs> you don't even know the parents would go up to them and ask for their daughter's hand right so like how how did he do that and how can he do that and it shows a lot of character and respect on his part and my parents admired that they admired the fact that he went to them first he admired the fact that he didn't rush into wanting to be with me first And they they saw that in him, and they saw his sincerity and his genuineness about me, that he was re he, that he really had a pure intention. And when they saw that, 
they liked it <laughs> and um they basically permitted him and said yes go ahead and you you may <laughs> you guys may start and you may do that, that whole like courtship thing and that whole whatever that leads up to marriage but yeah it's his heart mm -hmm. that they saw in pursuing me that he had to really um deny himself you know like really kind of i guess you can say mm -hmm. sacrifice because it's hard to do that like if i had to do that to someone that's difficult yeah and so you can really see god's conviction over him that um he had an ability to do that not by his own will but because he was given the go signal from god as well so there my parents were also happy that we share the same faith we are both christians and my parents are christians as well so they were quite happy with that and um uh they were also actually my dad used to pray that i would mm -hmm. marry a christian man <laughs> <laughs> knowing my background he just he knew that i would date whoever mm -hmm. it's okay with me <laughs> um i personally didn't really see anything wrong with that like it could work you know so some people would marry different faiths and it could work in their marriage so i don't see anything wrong but i think for my dad specifically he just really wanted me to marry a christian man as well yeah <laughs> and it happened <laughs> i guess we're gonna get married <laughs> Which... somewhere down the road Which brings us to, to my next question. What are your future plans? Been to British Columbia. I got to meet him and his parents, his family, his friends, his church. The next plan and the next step is for him to come over here to Nova Scotia and to meet my family, friends, and my church. So hopefully we are praying mm -hmm. that on October, he'll be able to come and visit me and have a little trip here and get to know everyone in my life and take it from there so <laughs> that's our next step. So in october him coming and then step by step and then you'll see where it's going to lead you how was your encounter with his family oh that was good like um we because mm -hmm. i stayed in their home right so i slept in their home he slept in the couch downstairs and then he gave up his room so i stayed in his room and they were really accommodating to me and they offered their home to me so i thanked them for um allowing me to stay in their house mm -hmm. wow. for a month you know like that's that's not like that's not something easy to do yeah. like that's a whole month and they really opened up their doors for me so thank you to the aguilar family <laughs> i am so blessed that you guys allowed me in your home and they showed me around we went on a trip together as a family and we were able to get to know each other much deeper so me living in their home i was able to get to know his family where he came from and how are their relationships and things like that so yeah i'm really thankful for the experience and everything that we went through there and hopefully he can meet mine soon mm, hopefully in october i'm going to cross fingers but so far things look good no that yes. he will be able to fly over yes hopefully with covid and everything i know there's like numbers are rising a little bit in bc but in nova scotia we have everything under control pretty much mm. 
and I'm fully vaccinated. Yay. He's also fully vaccinated and his whole family, mine as well. So it's good. Like on both ends, it looks like um, we're able to meet. The pandemic looks like it's um, controlled a little bit better here in Canada. So we're really just hopeful. We know that we can meet in God's perfect time. We just are waiting. We're not rushing and we're um we're very thankful that we even have the opportunity to meet mm. how are you communicating while um not not uh, being together physically <laughs> that's actually so hard um you know how we have a bun touch like the little bracelets <laughs> that you buzz uh prior to meeting in person it was very good like it suffices the physical touch that we both need And both of us have physical touch as our love language. So mm -hmm. that was really important for us. We would always wear it every day. But um, Joba told me that after we separated, he was looking for a different kind of touch now because he knew how to hug me, how to hold my hands and everything. So he was looking for that. And he's like, you know, it's really different. Like the buzz is different than what I remember holding you. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So we still do the same now like our calls have increased <laughs> he calls me every day and then sometimes three times in a day where before prior to meeting in person we would just call once a day or it's okay to miss to miss it's okay to miss a day but now mm -hmm. like we barely miss a day and in a day we call like so many times so i think meeting in person has been a huge impact to the both of us before we weren't as i guess you can say clingy <laughs> i don't know if there's a better term for that we're not as attached i guess <laughs> but after we got to meet each other in person when we separated again we we just felt like the other part of me is somewhere there far away and it's difficult to go through a day without seeing that person i don't know if you experienced that with nacho yeah of course Yeah, yeah. Every time we separated again, it was weird to get back to to kind of your normal life, day to day life, and the other person still being seven thousand miles away. Yeah, especially the first days after separating again. That's those are just the hardest. I agree. There's like yeah. a separation anxiety happening there. Yeah, and it's interesting because I was just talking to another couple. And they were thinking, so they met online as well. And then the first time they met in person in real life, like you guys, they thought it's going to be easier afterwards. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's harder. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's harder. It's harder for sure. Definitely. 1000% harder. It's like, it's not easy at all. I know. After seeing each other as much time. as I want to be encouraging to couples, when, if you're the type of couple in your LDR that you've met online, And then you meet in person. After you separate again, I'm sorry, but the truth is it's harder. So I don't want to sugarcoat it because people are going to be listening to this. Like they are in their LDRs. It's harder, but guess what? You both will work and do your best to just maintain the relationship. Because now you know how it's like to be together. Now you know what it's like to be next to the person. And even if it's harder, there's the convict, the what's it called? the commitment mm -hmm. and the effort to work on this relationship is also bigger so even if it's harder those good things in your characters also increase so don't lose hope don't feel discouraged and you're listening to this you're like oh no it's gonna be harder i'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> don't cry 
get a grip. It's okay. <laughs> it's going to be fine because you both are now even more convicted, even more, um, you know, committed to this thing. I guess this is this is one um, of of the advice you would give basically to to stay strong and to pull through it. Um, things are not going to get easier, but eventually you're going to make it. Um, what else is there? Advice? Any advice you like to give? Um, advice. Okay, so if you're in a long distance relationship. And you've been through the worst thing you could ever imagine in a long-distance relationship. Sometimes you go through those things to learn something from them. It doesn't always mean it's the end game, that it's the end of the road. Sometimes it just means that that chapter is going to end so that you can flip to a new page and begin a new one. And throughout that whole time, what I could tell you is that my faith really helped me have hope. So... If you're in a place where you're like, I really don't know where to pull hope from. I don't know. Maybe just try. Try to see what Jesus has to offer to you. Mm, just open your mind to it. And um, during those dark times when I was about to want to die, he reminded me of this verse in Isaiah 41.10. He said, so do not fear for I am with you. And when those words resonated in my ears and I remembered the promise he gave me, I just I just stopped thinking those things and I remembered how loved I am and I remembered that I'm not in this life alone. So if you feel alone and if you feel like there's no more way to go, this is the end for me, then maybe you just haven't looked up. Maybe. Try looking up, try checking and seeing what he can give you, the love that he has because it's unconditional. And that's all I can say. So have no fear because there's hope. I would like to end the conversation here because that's just the perfect sentence to end our little interview. Um, it was just so great to catch up with you again, Christine, after so many months, seeing you finally being happy, fulfilled, being loved. And I'm so excited for, for your next steps. And I really hope that we can catch up again, maybe in one year when... Things are moving a little bit further. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be a different story then. <laughs> so that would be amazing to, to have another podcast episode call. It's just like, it's just like incredible thinking about the emotions and all the things you have been through and seeing where you're at right now. Um, so it really makes me wonder what's going to come next. What's next, guys? We don't know. The rest is yet to be written. But you'll keep us posted, obviously. Yes, definitely. Um, so for everyone who wants to get in touch with you, where could they find you? Okay, so for those who would like to reach out, talk to me, ask for advice or even prayer, you can find me on Christian Cares via YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and wherever else <laughs> you, you you can also find me on my website kristincares.com but i'm always active on youtube and i'm always posting videos as well as posting um, pictures so if you'd like to reach me i'm most reachable via youtube and instagram 
And if you're able to have a Facebook, then you can also find me there. So I'm looking forward to hearing from any of you guys. Or if not, me, Tina is available as well. She can contact her on her Instagram. Exactly. I will link everything in the side notes, obviously. And yeah, thank you so much for your time, Christine. It was just great chatting to you again and knowing what's up in your life right now. How are you doing? Thank you. Um, it was it was great to talk to you again. Yes, it was great catching up. Like <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while, but like seeing you and getting to talk to you about these things, knowing that you know where I started and where I am now, it just feels so um, amazing to have this kind of friendship in the LDR community. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so blessed and grateful to be here in your podcast and to share our knowledge to other people, share our experiences to other people, because at the end of the day, that's our purpose, why we're doing this. We want to help. I hope I didn't promise too much, but as you see, a lot of things can happen in just a few months. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you like what we're doing. If you do like what we're doing, stop by on Facebook or Instagram. It's International Love Story to see more tips and advices, to see a little bit about what we are doing. And especially if you like the podcast, um, you would do us a huge favor if you could rate us on iTunes. Yes, guys, so hear you soon. Um, I also hope that I'll be able to do a few more of those bonus episodes, catching up with uh, the couples and individuals we've talked to in the past few months. I mean, we're doing this since one and a half years almost already, which is crazy to think about. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting off topic. Please take care and I wish you a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon, a wonderful night, wherever you are right now. And yeah, hear you soon. Bye.